Hello everyone. Uh, today we're finishing out Proverbs chapter 29 with verses 25 through 27. Here's what it says. The fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Many seek the face of a ruler, but it is from the Lord that a man gets justice. An unjust man is an abomination to the righteous, but one whose way is straight is an abomination to the wicked. So today Solomon, he speaks of the differences between what's an abomination to the righteous and the wicked. And we've talked about that some in a previous devotion. And it does, it fits well with the examples he gives in today's passage. Uh, so today, um, we're going to look at um, fear versus love or, or man versus God and, and what path brings safety in our lives. What does that look like? And we can see each of these paths, both of these paths, in all three of today's verses. In verse 25, it's like trusting man for safety or trusting God. In verse 26, it's looking to man for justice or looking to God. And then verse 27, it's um, what is considered an abomination to, to the righteous man or the wicked man. It's those two, two paths. To start with, the fear of man, it can trip us up our whole life long, right? I mean, it's a snare that keeps us from forming relationships, right? Because we're afraid of failure on some level. But why would we be afraid? We look out over the whole world and we see how everyone proclaims their own greatness, their own strength. We see it on Facebook, we see it on Instagram, everywhere. I mean, in daily life and conversation. But yet we know we are weak, we are broken. We cannot attain to the status that others say they have. They say... They have this, this type of power, it seems. They have prestige with others, and people listen to them. Uh, they have lots of friends. They say they have the right answers. People follow them. Whereas we, we carry no real leverage. We carry no real power. So we fear failure. So. For some, that fear, it motivates them to act the same way that the others do, the same way the world does, falsely profess their own glory, their own strength. And so these people, they know they're weak, but yet they follow in the path of the world and they try to take control uh, of their situation. They seek what would benefit them by instilling fear in others. On the other hand, for some, fear causes them to withdraw. They too seek their own welfare above others, but they know they're weak. They know they can't win against the fear mongers of the world. So instead of fighting these from the comfort of their own couches, they proclaim their greatness, um, their, their false wisdom, on their smartphones, um, their laptops, um, as they watch TV and as they eat their delicacies. 
in the false safety of their own homes. So instead of fighting fear with fear, they fight fear by withdrawing into some place that might be safe for them, they think. But, you know, the fear, it also keeps believers in bondage. You know, it keeps them from the new mission in Christ uh, of seeing and sharing God's glory in Jesus, right? It keeps us from sharing our witness about what Christ has done for us. It keeps us from bragging on Him to others. Fear keeps us from teaching a Sunday school class or leading a neighborhood uh, Bible study, right? But you know, purpose is an amazing gift from God. And God gives us a way to accomplish the purpose that He has created us for. Um, to be image bearers of His glory. Not our own glory, not to proclaim our own righteousness. God created us so that as we see and share His glory, we receive this great joy and we're going to receive an inheritance on top of that with unending treasures forever with the Lord. You know, just thinking about this, I would much rather die in India or North Korea or, or even here in the United States fulfilling my purpose rather than to die from a heart attack on my couch and be found by neighbors with this generic Cheeto dust, this orange chip powder on my fingers and my lips, right? I want to die a good death, not from a heart attack that came from me seeking my own glory. I want to die from a heart that is full of joy in fulfilling my purpose. So Solomon is talking about fear and safety and trust. And he says that safety comes to those who trust in the Lord. And I think this goes along really well with 1 John chapter 4. The Apostle John, he's talking about love on, on three different levels in relation to fear as well. Uh, God's love for us and uh, our love for Him and our love for others. So he talks about how it's all connected, or rather how it's not connected to fear. Let's see, uh, verses 18 through 21. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because He first loved us. And if anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this is the commandment we have from him. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. And in today's passage, Solomon says how fear is a snare. But whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. So I'm asking, to what end are we safe? Um... Well, loving the one who first loved us, <laughs> that we just read about, the one who sent his only begotten son, loving him means there is no need to fear the judgment of God. So there is safety in our relationship to God. 
Jesus took the judgment for us. And then, loving the Lord means it's also safe to risk loving others. There's no need to be afraid. There's no need to withdraw or fight back, even while others may be trying to instill fear in us. Solomon says, whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. So we need not fear man. And the Bible talks much more about that as well. So in closing, I would just say, even after we come to Christ, it can be um, difficult to retrain our minds so that we include eternity along with the short time that we have here on earth in this broken body in this broken world right our life is much larger than that we will be alive and enjoying a fellowship with jesus forever and ever i mean that's our lifespan now so then loving the one who first loved us and sent his only begotten son means that there's no need to fear the judgment of God. Jesus took that for us. And God instills the righteousness of Jesus into our lives. Um, yes, uh, positionally, and that's 100% righteous before God, but yet he also gives us this desire to be on mission for him. And it's a quickening that he is at work in our lives. We are gonna endure to the very end. Uh, for the Lord. So again, how does God keep those who trust Him safe? Not only on Judgment Day, but as we go out into the world and risk our lives from day to day sharing His glory. What is the context for our safety? Let me just close today by letting Jesus himself have the last word beginning in Luke 21 verse 16 you will be delivered up even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends and some of you they will put to death you will be hated by all for my name's sake but not a hair of your head will perish by your endurance, you will gain your lives.